0: Hello and welcome to the Sweet Tooth Vegan Podcast. This is an extension of my food blog, sweettoothshay.com. I am your host, Shalina. Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to episode 3 of the STV Podcast, In this segment, I'll be talking about a controversial subject that may strike a chord and rattle some bones in people, pun unintended, and you'll understand later why this is a pun. I'm going to be talking about dairy. Lately, I've been doing some more research to refresh and brush up upon my knowledge about the dairy industry. And with the easy access to information these, these days, um, thanks to the internet, the horrible truth about this industry is leaking into the minds of more and more people. I wanted to share in this episode six facts that I find very interesting and very disturbing about dairy. And when I say dairy, I mean milk, cheese, and yogurt. Cows, milk, um, mainly. And these facts are what influenced my decision to become a vegan two years ago. And it also helps to keep me staying away from consuming dairy. And 99% of the time, um, I stay away from dairy. Not perfect. Hopefully, that will change to 100%. But again, not perfect. Uh, the information that I will be sharing are mainly from the following doctors. Dr. Milton Mills, Dr. Michael Gregor, uh, Dr. Michael Clapper, and Dr. Neil Bernard. But before I get into the six facts, I want to play a clip from an interview of Dr. Michael Clapper to lay the foundation for this conversation. Cow's note is designed by nature to turn a sixty five pound calf into a seven hundred pound cow as rapidly as possible. Everything in that white liquid, the hormones, the lipids, the protein, the sodium, the growth factors, IGF one, everything is there to blow that calf up into a great big cow where it wouldn't be there. Whether you churn it into butter, whether you coagulate it into yogurt, whether you ferment it into cheese, whether you freeze it into ice cream, it's baby calf growth fluid baby calf growth food so the first fact that i want to share relates to the purpose of milk in mammals common sense but still profound cow's milk the purpose of it is to provide nutrition and to stimulate the growth of their calf and this goes the same for humans and other other mammals along with providing their infants nutrition um, a mother's milk also strengthens the immune system of their baby it stimulates the infant's mucus production because the purpose of mucus is to trap bacteria and dust to prevent it from going into the lungs and this is perfect for infants but not so much for children and adults and in a few minutes i'll um explain this fact in more detail Uh, throughout history it has been unheard of of a species needing and consuming the milk of another species it's completely unnatural when you look at the history of of mammals but in human western society it has been preached to us that we need cow's milk another species milk um as infants and as adults, which is really crazy when you just stop to think critically and logically. Um, my next fact that I want to share, fact number two is that majority of humans worldwide are actually actually lactose intolerant and this is interesting because a few years ago I started to experience the symptoms of lactose intolerance, so I could definitely relate to this fact. Um, Majority of the people that are lactose intolerant, they are people of color, that is Africans or people of African descent, Asians, Native Americans, and Hispanic people. I'll briefly explain the science behind this fact and For the record, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, I'm just reiterating uh, Dr. Mills and Dr. Michael Gregor's explanation of this fact. So hopefully I do them justice. So basically, milk has a sugar in it called lactose, which is comprised of two sugar molecules called glucose and galactose. Please continue to follow me, hopefully I don't bore you guys. Um, so our bodies can only absorb single molecules, single sugar molecules. So what happens is when we're babies, we produce an enzyme called lactase, which breaks down the lactose from our mother's milk into two singular sugar molecules. Um, but when we mature and when we are weaned off from our mother's milk, our bodies in majority of humans and in all mammals- Um, we stop producing lactase. And the only group of people where this doesn't happen to, uh, which is the minority of humans, are people that live in areas of the world where the practice of dairying was common common to their ancestors. So people in North Europe and some Eastern African tribes, they continue to produce lactase. the lactase enzyme after, well, after um, infancy. Yeah, so what I also find interesting about this is that the percentage of African uh, people and descendants of African people, AKA black people, is that um, if it weren't if it wasn't for the mixing of European blood through the rape of slave women by their slave masters, uh, we would be there would be a much more higher rate of lactose intolerant amongst us. So it's interesting how that plays a factor in in that. Moving on to fact number three. This one I found really interesting as well, which kind of relates to the previous fact, is that the promotion of dairy products in the West has a colonial and racist roots. Um, Racism against people of color because this diet is actually not good for us, yet it's still pushed on us, knowing, like, pushed on us by our governments, our school system, etc., etc. Knowing and they know that this consuming dairy actually will kill us. And Dr. Milton Mills, which is a doctor of color, he co-writes a paper explaining this concept. And I definitely want to look more into this topic because I am black and this is very interesting to me. Um, But it totally makes sense because when Europeans were colonizing the world they had the mindset that um, though the more white or the more European and more Christian a person was the more civilized they were and just thinking off the top of my head what comes to mind is uh, the people that went to residential schools in Canada so the children that went to these schools, they were denied their traditional foods tradi- and traditional diets, and they were forced to eat what the colonists ate. Um, and I think it's safe to say that this happened with a lot of other groups of people that were colonized. Moving on to fact number four, uh, despite popular belief, dairy actually does not promote strong bones but it actually weakens the bones and this is crazy because like we're always bombarded with these commercials and that that say that it promotes strong bones drink your milk so that you grow up to have strong bones but it's actually completely false oh man <laughs> crazy um Consuming dairy also increases our risk of sicknesses and diseases and also increases the risk of developing and dying from cancers. Um, there has been no study to date that shows that milk consumpt- consumption is, pre- is protective of um, the weakening of bones and dairy consumption also has a direct link to ovarian cancer, prostate cancer which is very high amongst black people, black males. Um it also inc- has a direct link to multiple sclerosis and t- I I always mess up on this one. T- tes- testicular Basically, cancer in the testicles of males. And this is common, this type of cancer is common in males that are ages 15 to 34, which is really, really young. It also, the consumption of dairy also has a direct link to Parkinson's disease, um, heart attacks, acne, and respiratory issues such as asthma. And in fact, one, I was explaining the role of a mother's milk in stimulating their infant's mucus production. So I'm going to return to that. The stimulation of mucus production uh, becomes dangerous for children and adults because excess mucus actually weakens our respiratory system. Dairy consumption in infants increases their risk of iron deficiency, anemia, type 1 diabetes, and liver cancer. And when I came across this information, it really broke my heart because I've been working in child care for three years now and <clears throat> sorry, we serve milk to the children we care for every day. And this is actually putting their health at risk. So it's really sad. Um I don't know what I can do, but maybe just try to have these type of conversations with staff and supervisors. I don't know if it would make a difference, but it's just really heartbreaking Um that dairy, this product that's Promoted as being healthy actually isn't healthy. Yikes. Moving on to fact five. Um, dairy is extremely addictive, especially cheese. Cheese was the hardest thing for me to give up uh, when becoming vegan. And apparently it has a very similar Addictive effect on our brains as heroin. and Dr. Neil Bernard argues that the reasons why cheese is so addictive is because it's loaded with salt, fat and casein protein. Um, so casein in humans, uh, breast milk uh, casein the casein protein content is about two point seven grams per liter. Whereas in cow's milk, um, it has 26 grams of casein per liter. And it makes sense because cows are humongous. So it makes sense that they would have more grams of casein in their milk. So when we eat dairy, for example, cheese, the casein protein breaks apart in our digestive system, which creates something that's called casomorphins, which are morphin-like compounds that go into our brains and attach to the same receptors that heroin would attach to, which explains why um, eating cheese is addictive. Now, this podcast is now about 14 minutes, and I don't want it to be any more longer, so I'm going to share the final fact, uh, fact number six, um, in another episode, which is related to the abuse of bulls and cows, and it's a subject that not a lot of people, especially those who eat them, are comfortable talking about, but I'm still going to make, the, make this, the next episode on that topic. So, stay tuned for that upcoming episode. And thank you so much again for listening to my podcast. If you would like to be featured on an episode, if and you don't have to be vegan, you can email me at shalina at com, and if you are on Anchor, you can send me a voice note. And just to conclude this episode I want to leave you with a clip from one of the most influential videos to my vegan journey. It's called Dairy is Scary by the youtuber and um, animal activist Erin Janis. You see rhino milk is for baby rhinos, dog's milk is for baby dogs, cat's milk for baby cats, rat milk is for baby rats, and cow's milk is for humans? It's for baby cows.